Welcome to the Advancing Women Podcast, where ambitious women come together to challenge the status quo, advance their careers, and up-level their lives. The Advancing Women Podcast is hosted by gender equity expert and executive coach, Dr. Kimberly D. Simone. Welcome, warriors, to the Advancing Women Podcast. In last week's episode, I talked about calmness, harmony, comfort, and joy during the holiday season. I talked about the Danish practice of huga and being in harmony with others, about not worrying about posturing or comparing, but rather just being with others, being present, being in the moment. This week, though, as we wrap up 2021, many of us are shifting our mindset. It is the season of setting resolutions, a time for setting goals. And so originally, I planned on focusing on goals as we come upon this New Year's weekend. But truthfully, I really got caught up in my comfort and joy over this past week. So I decided to put a pin in bold, radical, audacious goals until next week and use the brilliant words of others to inspire as we enter this new year. Let's ring in 2022 with words of wisdom from 22 powerful, brilliant, and inspiring women. These quotes come from a variety of women, from women of color, women from the LGBTQ community, women from countries across the globe, from women from the 1700s through current day. This is about the voice and inspiration of all women. But I'll start with Abigail Adams because her quote is the oldest quote on this list. This is one of my favorite quotes. It is Abigail Adams' 1776 letter to her husband, and it illustrates how gender equity is a fight that has persisted from the very formation of our country. In 1776, as the United States was fighting for independence, Abigail Adams was the wife of future president, but then congressman, John Adams. With the knowledge that new laws would be passed in the wake of independence, Abigail urged her husband to remember the ladies. She said, quote, do not put such limited power in the hands of the husbands, end quote. She went on to say, if particular care and attention is not paid to the ladies, we are determined to foment a rebellion and will not hold ourselves bound by any laws in which we have no voice or representation. I struggled to even wrap my brain around the badassery of Abigail's words over 250 years ago. It's such an important quote that truly punctuates how long and hard women have been fighting for and continue to fight for gender equity, voice, and a rightful seat at the table. I often quote Maya Angelou on this podcast where she says, do your best until you know better, then do better. Well, we have known better for a very long time, and it's time for action and accountability in 2022 for people to start doing better. My next quote is from Mary Wollstonecraft from 1792. Wollstonecraft was an English writer, philosopher, and advocate of women's rights. In fact, she is hailed by many as the first feminist. In the late 1700s, she was arguing that if women were afforded the same opportunities as men, the same education, they, we, could equal men's contributions to society. And here's the quote that is so poignant even today as we consider the word feminism. Wollstonecraft said, quote, I do not wish them, women, to have power over men, but over themselves, end quote. And this is such an important sentiment even today as the word feminist has been so misconstrued. 
The suggestion that being a feminist means you're against men or that you reject all expressions of feminism or that you believe everyone should be the same, this misrepresentation persists and pins women against other women when one of the greatest weapons we have against sexism is the persisterhood that together we rise. And so I'll bring in a third quote, a more modern quote from English singer Kate Nash, who very directly said, quote, feminism is not a dirty word. It does not mean you hate men. It does not mean you hate girls that have nice legs and a tan. It does not mean that you're a bitch. It means you believe in equality, end quote. And so we have to embrace the word feminism today. Even with our youngest women, young listeners who, of course, are anti-sexism and pro-equality, but have heard too much of this brainwashing and this negative connotation with this important word. And this is punctuated through decades of empowering quotes. And so my next quote is from Gloria Steinem, American feminist journalist and social political activist who is nationally recognized as a leader and a spokeswoman for the American feminist movement in the late 1960s and early 70s. She said, quote, a feminist is anyone who recognizes the equality and full humanity of women and men, end quote. And by this definition, we should all be feminists, men and women alike. The other day, a man who became aware of my podcast said, oh, so you're a feminist then? In somewhat of an accusatory way. And I said, if you mean, do I recognize the equality and full humanity of men and women? Then yes, of course I am. Likewise, when asked this question, which happens often given the research I do, I like to quote Maya Angelou, who said when she was asked the same question brilliantly, quote, I'm a feminist. I've been a female for a long time now. It'd be stupid not to be on my own side, end quote. Indeed, as activist and suffragette Susan B. Anthony said, quote, men, their rights and nothing more. Women, their rights and nothing less, end quote. Let's go back in history again to the 1800s. Lucretia Mott was an American abolitionist, women's rights activist, and social reformer. She had the radical idea of reforming the position of women in society when she was amongst the women excluded from the World Anti-Slavery Convention held in London in 1840. She said, quote, I long for the day when my sisters will rise and occupy the sphere to which they are called by their high nature and destiny, end quote. Here again, this is such an important quote because it brings to the forefront the idea of intersectionality, that it isn't just women, but all oppressed groups that need to be considered, and that there are many women who have layers of oppression, who also deserve and are fighting for equality. And this is such an important idea and one that Audre Lorde, American writer, feminist, womanist, and civil rights activist punctuated when she wrote in 1981 in The Uses of Anger, Women Responding to Racism, quote, I am not free while any woman is unfree, even when her shackles are very different from my own, end quote. Lorde was a self-described Black, lesbian, mother, warrior, poet who dedicated both her life and her creative talent to confronting and addressing injustices of racism, sexism, classism, and homophobia. And this is the essence of Together We Rise, that gender equity is about all women and on a global level. It is so important that we remember this point, all women, even those whose shackles are very different from our own. We must be mindful that gender equity is a global issue. 
As actress and activist Emma Watts noted in her 2014 United Nations speech, quote, no country in the world can yet say they have achieved gender equality, end quote. And as American writer and feminist activist Marie Scheer said in her very to the point definition of feminism as, quote, the radical notion that women are people. This really speaks to the rally cry that women's rights are human rights and should not be something we have to fight for. But it is crucial that we have eyes wide open. As Japanese writer and feminist activist Reicho Hiratsuka said in her 1913 article titled To the Women of the World, quote, once our eyes are open, we cannot fall asleep again. We are alive. We are awake, end quote. This is still relevant today. We must be honest with ourselves and see the waters that we are swimming in, that we don't think the work is done, that we understand that we as women are far from achieving gender equity. Even the youngest generations of women must see this reality. We must continue to demand as women for ourselves that which is humans we rightfully deserve. We shouldn't have to. As I often say, it's not our fault, but it is our problem. But we must continue to prioritize this fight for gender equity. And this brings me to my next quote, going back to the 1800s, but just as true today. German suffragist Louise Otto Peter said in 1848 in the speech of a German girl, quote, amid the great upheavals in which we all find ourselves, women will see themselves forgotten if they do not think about themselves. I enlist women citizens in the realm of freedom, end quote. Likewise, Doria Shafiq, an Egyptian feminist and one of the principal leaders of the women's liberation movement in Egypt in the mid-1940s said, quote, no one will deliver freedom to women except woman herself, end quote. And this is all not to say that we don't need our male allies to stand in solidarity with us, to fight with and for us. Alice Walker, American novelist, social activist, and the first African-American woman to win the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction famously said, quote, no person is your friend who demands your silence or denies your right to grow, end quote. And as Jennifer Baumgardner and Amy Richards wrote in their 2000 manifesta, Young Women, Feminism, and the Future, quote, consciousness is everything, even now, Acknowledging inequality begs one to do something about it, end quote. Allyship is about acknowledgement and amplification. It's not just a philosophy, it's action. But we still unfortunately have this win-lose gender paradigm that persists despite research that shows gender equity is good for everyone, even men. This is such an important and still relevant point. We are still seeing research today that shows that more than 30% of men believe women's equality has come at their expense. We still too often see equity as a zero-sum game, and this couldn't be further from the truth. And I talked about this at length in my 16th episode, Gender Equity is Good for Everyone, Not Just Women, which focused on data that shows how a more gender egalitarian future is one that will improve all of our lives, a future with potential for more happiness, reduced stress, better health, better marriages, stronger families, and more successful and profitable companies. It's a mindset shift we have to have culturally from win-lose to win-win. It's an abundance mindset, the idea that a rising tide lifts all boats. As English activist and champion of women's suffrage, Emmeline Pankhurst astutely said, quote, we have to free half of the human race 
the women, so that they can help free the other half, end quote. And we are far from that utopia. Globally, sure, but yes, even here in the United States. The proof is in the data. I say this often, but we have to look at the scoreboard. It's not just about feeling like women have equity. It's about knowing the data that worldwide men own 50% more wealth than women. Taken together, the wealth of the richest 22 men in the world equal all of the wealth of the women in Africa. Men control most positions of power, pay, and prestige worldwide and most of the wealth. There is not equity. And even in the United States, this is true. There are many explanations for this, and all of them come back to inequity. As American author and sociologist Arlie Hochschild notes, quote, most women without children spend much more time than men on housework. With children, they devote more time to both housework and childcare. Just as there is a wage gap between men and women in the workplace, there is a leisure gap between them at home. Most women work one shift at the office or factory and a second shift at home, end quote. And so I like Sheryl Sandberg, chief operating officer at Facebook's yardstick to measure equality. Sandberg says, quote, an equal world will be one where women run half our countries and companies and men run half our homes. We will not rest until we reach that goal, end quote. I just love that. People say things have gotten much better, but what does that even mean? Better isn't the goal. Equality is the goal. Equity is the goal. As U.S. Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg said, quote, women belong in all places where decisions are being made. It shouldn't be that women are the exception, end quote. And we cannot rest until we reach that goal. And this is about challenging what we have for too long been conditioned to believe is true about women and our status in society. French feminist author and philosopher Simone de Beauvoir challenged well-entrenched beliefs about femininity and said in her widely read and celebrated 1949 book, The Second Sex, that, quote, one is not born, but rather becomes a woman, end quote. And this really reflected many of the questions women are still contending with today. The demands placed on women of housework and motherhood, of women being meant to sacrifice, women seen as something to, quote, gawk at, comment on, or touch without permission, end quote. De Beauvoir argued that the biological condition of being a woman was not the disadvantage, but rather the consequence of a patriarchal society in which men hold primary power and predominate in roles of political leadership, moral authority, and social privilege. And this is what we are up against. And so as we move into 2022, we must do so with optimism, but also with eyes wide open. And so my final quote, my manifest statement for this week is two quotes, another from de Beauvoir and Emma Watson. De Beauvoir's quote is one which has always been of tremendous inspiration for me. Quote, this has always been a man's world, and none of the reasons that have been offered an explanation have seemed adequate. End quote. Indeed. And so, as Emma Watson said in her United Nations speech, quote, I am inviting you to step forward and to ask yourself, if not me, who? If not now, when? For more resources, you can visit my website, www.advancingwomenpodcast.com and connect on Instagram at Advancing Women Podcast. 
I love getting your feedback. So please email me at drdsimone at advancingwomenpodcast.com. I just want to thank Joe Jacobs, the audio warrior who wrote the music for this podcast. And a huge thanks to Heather Harris, the creative warrior who designed the Advancing Women podcast logo. And thanks to all of you for joining me here today.